there are very few situations in your life that are as disconcerting and upsetting and shattering as being told by somebody that you care about or even somebody that you know that they're struggling with thoughts of suicide. Society as a whole, through organized religion to just society today, we frown on suicide, uh, particularly when we don't understand what it's like to be in a place where you feel like suicide is your only option. It's a plague in our society. You know, they put up the, the numbers of people that die in car accidents state by state. Imagine if they put up the uh, numbers of the people that commit suicide, attempt suicide, or actually succeed. The numbers are staggering. The answers, though, seem to be few and far between. Help can seem so far away. So what do you do? Somebody comes to you and says, I am considering taking my own life. It's not up to you to decide whether that's a real statement or they're trying to get attention. It's not up to you to try and fix a person. But I'm going to unpack the two things that I believe you need to say to help get that person through the immediate crisis. The first is to ask them to be patient. The second is to beg them to reach out to someone. Going to unpack those today right now. Uh, let's kick off and see what happens. Welcome to Shattered the Podcast. STP is the story of my journey from the depths of mental illness to a place where I could live again. Okie dokie. Today's podcast comes out of a couple of questions that two kids asked me this week. Basically asked me, what do you say when a when you think a friend's in trouble? They might be contemplating hurting themselves. They didn't ask it as eloquently as I've just put it, and it came out through conversation. But what struck me is how helpless these two teenagers felt. Because, of course, somebody tells you that they're considering taking their own life. You're not an expert. You're not a psych. Even if you are, if it's somebody that's close to you, you're not allowed to treat them. But what do you say? If you're like me, you're just a layman. You're just a person. Well, there's a few things surrounding this conversation that I just want to mention first. The first is that what a position you're in, that they have trusted you with this information. Now, like I said in the beginning, it's not up to you to decide whether this is a real need or whether it's a cry for help. That doesn't matter. All that matters is, is that person safe? That's what you have to consider. As well, you have to understand that you cannot fix their problem. You are not prepared, either mentally or educationally or in any way, to fix this person. You can be part of the team. You can be on the team. You could be the captain of the team, 
but you're not the coach. You're not the person that makes the decisions. You're just somebody running alongside them, hoping that they keep up. Once you start to go down this road where you feel like you're the only thing that's stopping this person from taking their own life, that is equally as dangerous. You should never, ever, ever get to that point. So, as I mentioned, two things that you can say to a person that comes to you and says, I'm considering taking my own life. The two things that I would say are, please be patient. It sounds ridiculous. This concept of stay another day, just wait. I've lived it myself. I get caught in a panic of something's happened and I get flustered and I turn into a person I don't recognize. My mental health symptoms take over because in the moment I'm overwhelmed. But I've learned that if I just wait, it's not that I wake up the next day and all the problems are gone. No, that's not the case at all. But the feeling, the the depression, the, the anxiety is not as great the longer you wait. Now, it may take a couple of days, may take a couple of weeks, but if you wait, if you are patient and safe, you will be able to make it through. So that's the first thing I would say to somebody, please stay another day. Just promise me you'll wait. Now, the second thing ties into how we started this conversation. You cannot fix your friend. You cannot be the person that this person turns to in their time of need. Now, you could be somebody that is on their side. You can be somebody that's their their greatest advocate. But you can't fix them. But there is people who can start them on the journey to getting better, not well, but getting past this suicidal ideation. And they are out there and they are waiting to help you. I'm begging my friend, if they tell me that they are struggling with suicidal thoughts, I am begging them to speak to somebody, to speak to somebody that is in a professional capacity be it a counsellor, be it a psychologist, be it their GP. They just need to speak to somebody that can help them get started on their wellness journey. It takes humility to do this. You need to understand that you cannot fix this person. And if you're listening to this and you're like, look, I've been working with my son and, and, you know, I'm, I'm fixing them. Um, the sad fact is that you're not, you might be helping them to mask symptoms. You might be, uh, putting a temporary stop gap on it, but you're not fixing them because you can't. Now I'm not saying that there are cases where you uh, can't be the person that is the catalyst for change. 
But if somebody is serious, if somebody is truly considering taking their own life, they need to speak to someone. Now, if somebody uh, shows you the honor, I guess, the, you know, somebody's not going to tell you that they want to kill themselves and really mean it unless they believe in you. Unless they believe that somewhere inside of you, they have enough trust, they have enough care about your thoughts that they're happy to share this with you. Well, not happy, that they will share it with you. And it is a big deal. And if somebody does come and share with you that they're struggling with their mental illness, of course you want to thank them. Thank them for their trust. All the while understanding that all that trust, all that love, all that passion and compassion and empathy that you have is not going to fix them because you are not equipped to do it. It's a hard reality. I've had to walk away from people that have just told me that they're going to try and take their own life. I've tried to make sure that they're safe. I've tried to make sure that they've reached out to somebody where I can. I've gotten somebody in authority involved. Let them know what's been said. But at the end of the day, I have to walk away because I am unable to fix that person. And yes, it does take a measure of humility, but it also speaks to your intelligence, your emotional intelligence. Now, people have said to me, oh, Mark, you should become a social worker or a psychologist or something. There's no way that I could do that because I don't have the emotional capacity to deal with somebody else's problems. I just can't do it. I can, you know, be a support to my kids. I can love them. I can be passionate about them. I can try and ensure that they're taking their medication. I can try and ensure that they're going to see their specialists. But at the end of the day, I know that I am not the person that is going to fix them. Can be hard. So let's just reiterate, because I'm going to close out today. The two things that you need to say are please reach out to someone, talk to someone, even take them to somebody if you're that concerned and you think that they won't. Do anything you can to help that person talk to somebody that can help them. And then, of course, the second thing, please be patient. There's a video by Tom Hanks. And he talks about this too shall pass. And it encapsulates it really well, although in a fairly religious overtone, that this too will pass. Anything that you're going through will pass. Say you're extremely happy. Say you're extremely sad. It will pass. Enjoyment will pass. Passion will pass. The intense pain of a mental health emergency will pass. It won't seem as desperate or impossible if you just give it a chance to 
ride that wave, ride the initial wave through so that you're able to get to a place where you can get on your feet and make good decisions. Sounds simple. Ask them to go see somebody. Ask them to be patient. And in the, at the end of the day, that's all you can do. And look, if somebody comes and tells you that they are wanting to attempt suicide, it's not on you to save them. And although you will, <laughs> I mean, my friend moved away, went to live in a different city. I hadn't spoken to him in two or three months, took his own life. I still feel guilty to this day. But I also acknowledge that that guilt is not a real or valid emotion and I'm able to challenge it. It is never easy when you are confronted with the potential suicide of somebody that you care for, somebody that you love. And instead of feeling completely out of your depth, just say these two things. Please talk to somebody that can help, talk to an expert, and please stay another day. Hey, I do hope that you have a great week. Um, and I do hope that the person that you're caring for or yourself is doing those things. They're asking for help. They're getting help where they need to. And they're being patient in the horrible times. Hey, have a great week. I'll speak to you again soon. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for joining us on Shattered the Podcast. I'm Mark. Special thanks to my producer, Meredith Brosnan, and also to Torian, Kevin, and Lorraine. And we can't forget the amazing band Adelaide who let us use their song as our theme. For more information, check us out on all your socials, STP Shattered the Podcast.